Hey guys, it's Hope here again with the Hopeful Spirit Podcast. The Alternative Wellness Series is all about sharing information on practices, modalities, and therapies that can bring benefits to your life. In each one of these episodes, I'll be having conversations with thought leaders, practitioners, and influencers as we journey through a network of holistic health. I am not flexible. I'm too physically messed up. I'm too fat. I'm too old. I'm too mentally broken. You guys, if you have heard this as many times as I had over the years of being a yoga instructor and working with all these people, you would be as excited as I am to record this podcast and be able to share the information. So if you're interested or you have friends and family who are interested in learning about yoga, I'm going to break down what is yoga, um, some of the common misconceptions and um, my responses to what you guys tell me um, or what your excuses are why you can't do yoga. So let's get started. So the first thing I want to do is have you delete your visual of what yoga looks like yoga and meditation um social media and the internet and tv has created this um beautiful graceful um vision of you know perfect anatomically correct humans doing these contortionist poses and postures And while that is amazing and wonderful, and I'm glad that there's people that can do that, that is not me. And I think a lot of people get tied up in what things they think things are supposed to look like. And they're like, I can't do that. And so how am I going to even get to that point? And so part of this episode is like changing your perception of what yoga looks like. So delete that all, throw it in the trash. We're going to start fresh. I am not, I'm kind of like an average human. I've kind of fallen the averages of all um, the medical uh, standards are for my age, weight, and all this stuff. Probably a little bit um, overweight. So I want you to know that if you have a body, you can do yoga. There are always modifications And, um, if there's a will, there's a way the main goal of yoga is self-realization. Um, so now that we know that we've, we've deleted all our, our thoughts and visuals of what yoga looks like, let's, let's ask the question, what is yoga? Yoga is on on the most basic level, physical postures and movements, breathing exercises and spiritual contemplation. That's it without letting the internet confuse us um, with all these different styles and forms and levels and, and names. Let's just think of it like that, okay? These blend together to create a practice that produces, produces benefits and, um, and changes your perspective into a more positive outlook or well-being for your life. And, it, and we start that by just doing um, the 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 minimal stuff these things that I told you about the physical postures the breathing meditation and the spiritual contemplation so it's really about 
finding out or figuring out where you are in time and space. That means, you know, you have a human body and you interact with uh, other human bodies and um, you interact with places and things, animals. So it's about figuring that out and, and the concept of how our energy intermingles with all that in like really kind of a deeper uh, seeking of truth. And it's a, it's a really beautiful practice. So self-realization. Okay. So let's start with the, uh, the, the most heard is that I'm not flexible enough. So anything that we do or want to do well or accomplish, we practice, right? So if I want to learn an instrument, I'm going to play it for a couple times or a couple hours a day, an hour a day, um, until I get to the point where I develop skills that I'm comfortable playing without having to practice so much. Okay. If I want to go to the gym and I want to build muscle, I'm going to go every day. Or if I want my body to look nice and, and firm and tight and have big muscles, I'm going to go to the gym every day or almost every day. And I'm going to work on breaking those muscles up and building them to bigger, bigger muscles by lifting heavier weights. Okay. So Becoming flexible is the same concept. You have to do it in order to gain that. Okay. And there are people that are naturally more flexible, but you know, uh, just like anything, we have to practice it. So going into this, if you're looking into it, I suggest that you, you are, you know, setting some goals for trying to do it at least four times a week. Um, if not, breaking that up into little mini ses sessions where you can do 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night, um, whatever it is in that, in that realization of where you are, where you're coming from, what um, your habits look like, what your, what your body's telling you and what you feel like is the right thing that you need to do for your body. Um, and the same thing goes for your mind. So if you're, you're looking to meditation and yoga for um, some mental calming, then, you know, you're going to kind of look at your life and what you're doing and, and try to figure out where you can fit this in and practice it because the benefits will come and it's not easy always for everybody. So take, take that just like anything you do, you're going to have to work at a little bit. All right. So if you're, you're not flexible, you're going to get flexible by um, making time to practices. Okay. So the next thing I hear a lot is, um, you know, I'm too fat or too old. So let's talk about like body shapes and know, you know, with this body positivity, uh, movement that's happening, that there are more options for, um, classes with modifications, but if you name it and there's a class for it, there's seniors yoga there's body positive yoga there's freaking nude yoga there's goat yoga beer yoga tipsy yoga there's i do art and yoga there's like literally every kind of class that you can think of there is somebody who has created that it's just going to take a little bit of research to try to find the thing that resonates with you and so that's going to take me to my next thing that i want to talk about you're going to have to do some research there are lots of different levels and forms of yoga. And so what that means is that they're all going to have their own little take on the original forms of yoga. 
I was trained in Hatha yoga, which is an original form, but I throw my twist on because I am a massage therapist and I see people's bodies all the time. And, um, I'm trying to work with injuries or, um, people who are recovering from things that their bodies are broken. And so you got to take that into, into mind. This is like an ancient practice, but we're trying to, um, cultivate practices now that kind of fit in with our time. You know, we gotta, we gotta adjust and, and move with, the the uh the changes that are happening in our world we have online access so um you know like i create a lot of uh content that kind of shows you different styles of yoga different ways of going about meditation and ideas about uh, spiritual contemplation um and the the number one thing i'm going to tell you and this is something that i have discovered in my spiritual studies because i have an interest in many things um, is that source information right now, especially because there's so many like copy paste, uh, information that we never know, like where the truth is coming from. So it's important for me as a teacher to find the truth before I give it out to you guys. So, and I suggest you do the same. So you're, you're, um, going to do some research, maybe online, do some reading of articles and figure out like like we said, what, where you're coming from and what you, what kind of yoga might be best for you. And then once you figure out like, okay, well maybe Hatha yoga or Kundalini or uh, Ashtanga, you know, whatever you feel that resonates with you, you're going to look in your area for somebody that teaches that style. And believe me, I'm in Houston, so there's not a ton of yoga classes uh, available in person uh, not only with the 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 weird pandemic stuff but um, just like the survival of the studio owner um, you know it's not like a rich practice we're not making like tons of money we do this like mostly from our heart and because we know that it helps people so find the one in your area that you think might be the one and then go talk to the teachers watch a class see if that or try it I mean worst thing that can happen is you don't like it and you can leave right so you know and I'm, I will suggest too that um, you don't go to a gym first because especially if you're seeking like the more spiritual contemplation of yoga they're just going to teach you the asana or the physical um, posture so um, yeah just go out talk to people talk to the teachers uh, I would suggest the teachers and not just the studio owners because uh, you know the studio owner is not always going to be the way the teacher teaches. So that's another thing to think about. So get out there, do some research, watch some videos online, see if you like a teacher's voice. Like there's a whole bunch of elements that um, are important. Like even the atmosphere, like that's one of the things as a studio owner that we're trying to create is a space that um, for those of you who don't have that available uh, space, like the quiet, calm, you can shut yourself off and do your practice without anybody bothering you. That's what we're creating. We're creating that space. Just get out there and, and figure out what resonates with you um, and talk to people. So the other thing is the cost of yoga can be expensive. And as a, as a studio owner, that was one of the things I thought about um, when 
creating this visual for what I wanted to to have and um, there again I'm going to go back with the online resources as as much as we're trying to get out of the box that sometimes you know it has its benefits and if you are in a small town or um, don't have access or have a good studio around you you may have to use the online resource and there are people that uh, have a lot of free a ton of free content there's um, I have that plus I have where I'm actually teaching uh, classes re more regularly on my patreon where you know you can pay for different tiers to get more access to to um, different levels of teaching so depending on how far and how deep you're wanting to go into your practice um, I started off teaching uh, donation-based classes at a stu at a church in my town and you know you would bring a canned good and donate that to the church and then they allowed me to use the space so look for donation-based classes in your area there are also studios who will uh, do work service so you can go like clean the studio or do things around the studio in exchange for classes so yoga isn't for everyone but it can be done by anybody with a body the asana postures are to move your body so it's not tight or in pain the meditation is to help organize and declutter thoughts not to just empty your mind the breath helps you become more aware of your body and calm the mind and the body down while connecting you back with your system that helps you rest. This is so you can be distraction free as you contemplate your existence on all levels. Sounds like a lot, but the amazing thing is that's literally one day at a time. So, you know, we can take a lot of wisdom from nature and how things take time to grow and develop slowly over time you know it's like planting a seed and growing that watering that seed every day you know this this analogy can be used in a lot of things but yoga is very much like that and the self-realization part the spiritual contemplation part is so big that we need that time to process um, and then also a lot of us are coming back from being broken or breaking our bodies down from a lot of years. Uh, a lot of years of uh, maybe addiction or um, just tearing our bodies up physically from our jobs. Uh, mental stress that's kind of like beat us down and put us in a place where we're, we're looking and seeking something. You can't just expect that to just pop back and for everything to be happy and go lucky there's going to be times when the shit gets hard and the shit gets real and you know the only way to to get out of it is to go through it really that's that's what it is uh getting through it and learning how to balance uh, balance things out doesn't that sound amazing getting back into balance you know i, I think especially now um, there's a lot of, of people suffering mental anguish and, you know, like the, the mental health epidemic is rising and, and um, the suicide rates are super high. We, we got to change things and it starts by us, us helping ourselves so we can help 
everybody else. You know, it's, it's a, it's a, a large connection. It's the, it's the collective consciousness. It's all that works together to create this, uh, this place that it will be pleasant to live on. Now, not saying that, uh, everybody's gonna have good times all the time. And I'm not saying that yoga is a prescription for all, but I, I am saying that it has helped a lot of people. And even scientifically, those, those studies are, are proving many benefits and getting people off medications and becoming healthier and having a brighter outlook on life. So, you know, like I said, the short and sweet is that we are just trying to be good humans so we can explore and experience this form on earth. Oh, so let me, let me talk about the, the funniest thing. And weirdly enough, the, one of my most popular videos is talking about farting and yoga. So, you know, we're all humans. We all fart. And, you know, if that's your only reason why you're not coming to yoga or trying yoga, even though you know that it might help you just realize that it's going to happen it's happened in my classes several times and, you know, everybody just kind of, uh, giggles or they don't even say anything. They just continue what they're doing. But quite honestly, I would rather like hear somebody fart and know like, you know, maybe I should not take a big deep inhale at that time than be in the middle of a, a, a big deep inhale and get somebody silent and deadly one, like right in my nostril holes you know, to me, that's, that's the better outcome, but just realize everybody does it. Um, funny enough, I hear that a lot from more from men and it's not a thing. It's really not a thing. It's really, it's kind of funny in a way. So, so moving on to the next thing, yoga is not a religion. That's another thing people ask me about. Yoga is a spiritual practice. Uh, I think a lot of times, especially with like the, the popularity of Kundalini growing, there, um, you hear something like a Kundalini awakening. And, um, I think sometimes people confuse a spiritual event or, um, a realization with, a, with religious experiences. Um, so I think there's some confusion there. Some practices like Bhakti will, uh, spend devotional time towards gods and goddesses. This is a part of like Hindu, um, religion and lineage kind of coming over to the West, but, um, you know, it's a devotional practice. So that's why I said, do your research, but it's not religious. Um, there are, um, some yoga studios and teachers that do chanting, which chanting, um, is a whole other episode in, in the yoga world. It's mostly just, um, in order to replace a negative vibration or a negative thought. Um, you know, like Ram Dass says, it's a, it's a, it's like a wave. So if you have these negative thoughts, you're, um, emitting or putting out like negative self-talk and stuff like that, you're always having this negative event. So you're like thinking about these things all the time. So a chant has got a positive vibration backing it up. And it's, it's basically replacing the negative with the positive. And it's also um, used in focus. So trying to focus on one thing 
Um, when you're chanting something, you can't always think of something else. Almost like when you're just focusing on the breath, you can't think of anything else. So that helps to train the thought to focus. Um, so yeah, yoga is not religious. It is spiritual. And like I said in the beginning, it is a spiritual um, contemplation. There's a lot of that that happens during yoga. All right. So I hope that I covered some of the misconceptions about yoga, changed your perception so that you might want to get out there and give a class a try. There, I can't explain to you or even put into words the difference that this practice has made in my life. And not only personal uh, as far as like helping me out as an individual, but it's my life. I teach it. I teach it and share it with other people. So if you're interested in deepening the practice and you have questions or you're looking for more information, looking for um, classes that take a deeper dive, I have classes on Patreon under the Hopeful Spirit. I will put the links in the show notes. And um, I'm also available on all the other uh, social sites sharing uh, motivational memes and interesting things that I find out on my own journey. So until next time, be love and namaste. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Your support will help me to continue this work. Until next time, be love and namaste. Namaste.